Hello and welcome back to the Learning Logic podcast. I had recorded an introduction yesterday, which was the 15th, but I kind of messed the edit up, so I just figured might as well be easier to just retalk it out versus try to edit it out again. Anyways, welcome back. Um, hope everyone's doing well. I uh, caught COVID last week and I actually had a pretty detailed explanation um, of my COVID uh, timeline and then I like started being like oh shoot if I because everyone has a different idea on quarantine like I two different doctors told me two different things on like when I should be done quarantining so I'm it was just like I don't even want to deal with people with you know all my fans which I know I have millions um, but I didn't want to deal with everybody commenting and being like, oh, it should be 10 days. It should be 14 days, blah, 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 you know, so I decided just to nix it and I'm going to make that a mystery. But yeah, I did have COVID and I do have it actually currently um, still, I guess. And yeah, it was not fun. Don't wish it on anyone. But um, but yeah, so that has left me with a lot of ample time. Well, I wasn't in the beginning I was really sick and I was not doing anything but yesterday I was able to do some reading get some that kind of stuff done so so that was great but yeah as you may know if you listened to my previous episode um, I talked about uh, the intro which is uh, Peter Kreef gives the 13 reasons to study logic and I broke those down Um, today I'm going to be discussing um, six through eight I believe Yes, uh, reason six, seven, and eight. Um, they're pretty dense reasons, which again is a word I like to use. Um, if you're thinking about starting a drinking game to go along with my podcast, um, I would definitely include the word dense in um, the category of words to take a shot um, if you want your uh, participants to be very drunk. Anyway, so I thought these topics were pretty dense and heavy and I didn't really think it benefited me to try to fit all the other the last of the 13 in one episode so I'm gonna break do the six seven eight and then the next episode I will do um nine through 13 and and then we'll go from there um but yeah so I I I wanted to just remind everyone that's what the last episode was about today I think I'm just gonna jump in to um to the episode and yeah my I was talking about um my podcast uh to my dad yesterday and he said like you don't have to apologize and I I I was like what are you talking about and I guess I had realized that I was like I was introducing the podcast to being like oh like I know it's not really good editing skills and blah 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 anyways a bad habit I've gotten into, moral of the stories, a habit I get into is I apologize or I will, like, say something is bad or I'll be like, oh, like, this is not good, X, Y, and Z, and I'll have to just, like, give the whole preface beforehand, and I think that's a bad habit I've gotten into. It's partly um, for insecurity. It's just, like, a mix of things. I don't really have the time to psychoanalyze what, why, and it doesn't really even matter, but moral of the story is there may be things, I just want to say it from the preface. I may say things that may not align with your values or may offend you and and I want you to know that like if that's the case please feel free to reach out to me and let me know and I'm happy to um 
you know, talk something through with you. And I, I never mean to offend someone. Um, but unfortunately, I like know that from the bottom of my heart, I'm trying as much as I can to respect everyone. But I, th- I'm inevitably going to offend someone. Um, what I'm saying is that like I'm going to stop prefacing things being like, oh, I'm sorry. Or like, you know, I'm just going to think and say how I feel and, you know, try to do it in a charitable way. But I think it will be more effective if I don't apologize and if I don't like have to, you know, give a million things. Anyways, it sounded more interesting in my head than now actually saying it out loud. But yeah, just know that I have the best of intentions. If I do offend you, I apologize. I'm not like, it's not that I'm going to actively try to offend anyone. And I know that everyone has different experiences. So I respect that somebody might be offended by something that I may not be Anyways, love to all, but I'm not perfect and I'm not going to preface things just for the sake of everyone. Also, it's a good practice for me. Okay, so moving on. So number six for the reasons that Peter Kreeft said you should study logic. So number six, actually, this is a good segue. Number six is is, uh, religious faith. So, you know, they say politics and religions are... Politics and religion are the two things you shouldn't talk about on a date. Um, that's actually probably usually the first thing I talk, <laughs> which is probably why I'm still single. But anyways, so the quote I liked from Kreeft um, in this section was where he said, all religions require faith. Is logic the ally or enemy of faith? Even religion, though it goes beyond logic, cannot go against it. It is true that faith goes beyond what can be proved by logical reasoning alone. That is why believing in any religion is a personal choice. And some make the choice, while others do not. Well, logical reasoning is equally compelling for all. I thought that was like, kind of, I don't know, when I, when I first read that, I had a hard time kind of taking it all in. I... I understood it as he's basically saying like a lot he's making he's he's speaking to the fact that a lot of people say that religious faith particularly well actually any a lot of critics of religion say that it's not logical you know that it's kind of like believing in Santa Claus that's an extreme argument but that's you know kind of the basis of what they're getting at. And he's saying, like, yeah, of course you can't explain all religion and religious faiths by logic alone. Does it, logic does help it and it aids it and it doesn't, it's not illogical, if that makes sense. Like, so logic doesn't explain everything, but it's not illogical. And I think that's an important distinction to make. Um, That's. I'm, I'm Catholic, and I, I think that that is something I really have enjoyed about being Catholic is there's kind of like that intellectual um, tradition, which is, in its, is, is logic-based. And I think that's really been helpful to me because, I mean, we're all humans. We're all a lot – you know, we have logic, we have emotions, we have a lot of different things, but I think um, I was lucky to kind of be – to grow up in the Catholic um, 
faith in the sense of like for me this was always something that was kind of obvious I never really saw that like it was one or the other which to be honest with you some faiths in action do portray just faith and you know that there's a reason that people maybe think that um it's it's you know all faith and it's there's no logic but he's saying that's not true for um true authentic religions um yeah and then it's like it's when he says that is why believing in any religion is a okay let's see okay so he's like okay okay well i guess he so he's he's saying like it is true that okay so he's basically saying like everyone is given the same logical assumptions they may need wisdom to get themselves over to the hump to like really have full belief or sorry they need need faith for like full belief but like it's a personal choice i don't really know what that means like it's kind of like a yeah no no uh shoot sherlock type of thing but i guess that's a yeah i don't really know how to comment on that anyways that was a that was a fun one okay so then his next quote says logic can aid religion religious faith in three ways first logic can often clarify what is believed and define it second logic can deduce the necessary consequences of the belief and apply it to difficult situations even if logical arguments cannot prove all that faith believes they can give firmer reasons for faith than feeling this is my favorite part of this quote. I'm going to repeat this. Even if logical arguments cannot prove all that faith believes, they can give firmer reasons for faith than feeling, desire, mood, fashion, family, or social pressures. Wait, sorry. Um, give uh, firmer reasons than for faith than feeling, desire, mood, fashion, family, or social pressures, conformity, or inertia. If you believe something based on something other than clear logic, you will not be firm in your belief. That encapsulates very much what I think is so important about logic. So, I as I'm becoming an as I'm living my life as an adult, as when I was a kid, I also experience this as I grow up and you know learn and and engage the world is how is how much I don't know and like also different experiences highlight to me the re like my true understanding of something so like kind of logic is so important because it's like you the main reason to believe something and to follow something is because it's true if you're if you're but a lot of us have kind of superficial reasons it doesn't even necessarily like but if your reasoning is because it's true you're way more likely to to stick with that than if your reason is because you're dating one person or because it feels good or like you know there's a million different things and i and that's the logic is so that's what i think is so key i don't know that i i if I could do anything in my life, you know, it'd be at the end of my life to be able to say, like, I 
you know, based, I believed some pe- things because they were true, not for other superficial reasons. Like, that's my goal in life. And I, I think, to be honest with you, that's what I think is being a saint is like, is, is believing things be for this. I don't know. It's just like, and it sounds like such a simple concept, like, oh, everyone believe, but we don't. Like, we have a lot of superficial and, and not always conscious. Like, a lot of times you have to kind of, step back from a scenario or mature and 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 i'm not trying to like make people yeah anyways i think that's great and i love that and that's really what i i strive to do while learning logic that's to me the most is the is the key to it um yeah so that one i liked i thought was good and interesting i think that you know definitely applies a lot more um for somebody who for me, like I'm, I'm definitely very secure in 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 my Catholic faith, and it's something I'm, you know, passionate and know a decent amount about. Obviously, like there's always room to grow and such. But my point I'm getting at is that that number six of religious faith is is probably more for people that either don't have religious faith and kind of look at it in an abstract way and haven't really engaged it. Um, so I guess still applies to me but more so for that that audience so number seven is wisdom the um the quote from that one was although logic alone cannot make you wise it can it can it can help philosophy means a love of wisdom so when i read that i was like okay Wait, are we talking about wisdom? Are we talking about flat? Blah, blah, blah. So my question is, what is the definition of wisdom? Because he's saying that philosophy means a love of wisdom. How does that have to do with logic? Okay, so according to Mir, Mir, Miriam... Webster's definition wisdom oh my gosh of course it's got like a million definitions that's it that's the thing about definitions it's almost like it's important to understand universal definitions but then at the some regard it's like okay you have to define it definitions are hard they it's tough but okay so one of the one of the definitions of wisdom is ability to discern inner qualities and relationships. So another one is like good sense, generally accepted belief, um, a wise attitude of belief or course of actions. Okay, so it's basically kind of it's it's not anything different than I was thinking when I first was asking that question. Um, so. Yeah, so wisdom is, let's see. Yeah, I feel like wisdom's a hard thing to to kind of define, define in common terms, but I think everyone knows um, it's one of those things that, like, we do we know what it means, and I think wisdom's really important. Um, it's, it, it's kind of seeing things for how they really are. Um, so... You can be you can be intelligent in the sense of like you're good at memorizing fact, 
but being able to actually respond and understand situations and see the bigger picture and that kind of thing I think that's that's wisdom um and you you need logic in order to get there because logic is the form of the of the wisdom so like logic helps you to understand how to get to wisdom I guess because if you don't have the logical form then you can't really prove that the wisdom is truly wise anyways that's okay so yeah that one was kind of not that interesting sorry guys oh look at me saying sorry um and these are I'm kind of thinking through these as I read which is probably not the best to to do that but I know that if I don't just start going and doing them I like I will never do it so I'm you know learning as I go along and hoping to get better but yeah, I definitely want to be, I want to be honest with my interpretations of this stuff because, I don't know, I feel like a lot of times you can listen to and read things and be like, oh, I feel like I should get this or I feel like I should have this, you know, light bulb moment or really like it, but sometimes it doesn't make sense and I, the point of this podcast is so that we can ask those questions together um, and yeah, it just helps to to verbalize it and okay so so lastly and most importantly the eighth reason for learning logic is de- democracy I like to basically just say like democracy government all those important things things you learn in eighth grade constitution when you have to take the t- constitution test I don't know if anyone else did but I did in eighth grade and I passed, but I remember being stressed out about it. Okay, so Kreeft says, there are crucial social and political reasons for studying logic. As Thomas Jefferson said, in a Republican nation, sorry, as Thomas, okay, as Thomas Jefferson said, in a Republican nation whose citizens are to be led by reason and persuasion and not by force, ba-boom, I want that tattooed on everyone's face just kidding but I think everyone right now should just reread that sentence in COVID like 50 times um again I will repeat it so that you can can reread that in a republican nation whose citizens are to be led by reason and persuasion and not by force the art of reasoning becomes of the first importance boom yeah I mean the, again, these are not d- intent, like difficult topics, and they sound kind of boring when you first say them. It's like, okay, cool, but they're actually very hard and honestly not being taught at all nowadays. So that's the point of this podcast. But no, seriously, I I think that's so important, you know, if... Somebody asked me, you know, what's the most important thing you can teach my kid? So, like, I don't have a child. I'm I'm single. I'm not married, and I don't have kids. But I hope to have kids one day. Okay, this is a better example. So, I have nieces. And somebody's like, oh, if you could teach them something, what would be the most important thing to teach them? 
And it's common practice to think your first impulse is to think, oh, I'm wanting to I, I want to teach them whatever set of values I have, whether that be religious, political, social, whatever you want to you want to impart those um, that, you know, share that with them because you think, OK, that that is the most important thing to share obviously if i'm if i'm mirroring my life off that of course i want to give that to the people that i love the most and there is some truth in it but not a full truth i want to teach people i love i want to teach them how to think for themselves so before i tell you before i i mean in some ways parents do have to tell their kids what to do because but it's like I'm not obviously this is not a parent, but I guess what I'm getting at is like you have to lay the foundation for people and le- learn that, let them so that once they are past the, you know actually at the age of reasoning and at that point, then they can think for themselves. Um, and I think unfortunately, we are taught what to think and not how to t- think. So then once we get to the age of reasoning, it's like, oh, we're expected to reason, but like no one taught us how to do that. So so the first impulse is to have annoying like people that are pretentious and be like, oh, you don't know how to do this. And then the people that don't know to feel attacked by that, just disengage. Or you have people that are like, I don't care. It's like, no, they, they do care. Maybe some people don't. I don't know. It, it's just like a battle that never really wins. And I think it's... One side thinks that the other side's just hopeless. I don't think that. I think people want – maybe I'm optimistic, and I don't necessarily mean that that's how everyone wants to, but I think it's really important to acknowledge, like, all of us have – yeah, I, I think that we're not taught really what to, how to think, you know? Like, I, the way I learned to teach myself how – maybe we are. Maybe we are, and I'm – I could be wrong, but my – I hope I'm wrong, like, hopefully, but I just, in my experience, it seems that I'm not, it's, a, I don't seem very, it doesn't seem like, I've had to teach myself almost how to think because the average normal ways of, of learning don't apply to me, so that has been annoying very much at times, but it's forced me to learn how to think, um, for myself and and how other people think and and different things like that um so i guess what i'm getting at is i think you know if you're thinking about oh you know government democracy we need a good leader it's like yeah but you also need citizens who know how to, to logic and reason for themselves because you don't want to, because think about it like a lot of these things it makes sense why they use for it's not right but you know like why they have to use force like there's something so beautiful about the human language that you can use that instead of violence or force or um to to get something accomplished so i don't know i think that that's really really powerful and important and something that i would um you know i would really encourage everyone to to think about why they what do you what are your values like what are your core values um you know, I think a lot of these things are kind of abstract and the the state things I'm saying on these are, it can kind of be easy to be like, okay, cool. This is in theory, but 
my challenge to anyone listening to this podcast, um, I don't know, I would say think about why you believe what you believe. I'll think of an example of a question. Okay. Something, you know, kind of, well, it's not, it's a controversial question, but like, do you believe in God? Yes. No. Depending on what your yes and no is, think about why, like, why do you feel that way? Um, and then look more into that. I don't know. I think that those kind of exercises and practices are important. You can do that for anything. Like, do I think ketchup is better than mustard? Um, you know, obviously there is a right answer for that. Um, and it always is that mustard is absolutely better than ketchup. But, you know, everyone has different opinions on that, even though there is only one right truth. Being sarcastic about that, if you couldn't catch on. Um, but no, I think those are that's a good practice to go through and just find different things. You can even find, like, like a little bit less serious things than, like, do I believe in God? Or, like, you know, but I think that those things are good because if they're serious, they're probably, they're, that means they're important. But yeah, I would, I would really encourage everyone to do that. That's something I probably do more than I should. Um, and yeah. And I know that I talked about some questions um, that I was going to get back to from last time. I don't know. I think I'm trying to fit too much in at once. So I'm going to go with today um, just talking about, I'm going to leave it at this and not go back and know that like, I'm going to try to create a good outline, but things may adjust and, and change as I get better and definitely, you know, want to work on being concise, but also make making as many interesting points. But so, yeah, back to what I was talking about. Um, next week, I'm going to finish up the 13 um, different reasons to study logic, round that up, and then... Um, talk about thanksgiving how you can use logic during thanksgiving conversations just kidding i'm going to talk about uh but i will talk about thanksgiving i'm i'm going to definitely let people know what i'm having uh full recipe i'm really excited i i got some well i'll save it for next week so you have to listen but yeah um i hope everyone has a great rest of their week And I look forward to talking um, with everyone soon.